0: You are now listening to Ride With Me, the Flat Taranty Podcast. Welcome to Ride With Me, episode 105. Today is December 19, 2023. And let's see if you guys can guess this guy's voice.
1: Ah, what's going on? How are you doing? Oh, oh shit. Yeah. Welcome
0: back, Paul. Dude, uh, in, in, in right now, bro? Right now? You want to drink right now?
1: Yeah, that Voodoo Ranger Tropical Forest. Tropic Forest. Not bad. Not bad. He paid for adjuncts and those beers, but hey, that's good. <laughs> oh my god, bro! Uh,
0: freaking dude, it's been a minute since you've been on the podcast.
1: Um, I think it's dude. Honestly, it's been a minute since I've been hanging out or seeing you. Like, yeah. it's been, you know, honestly, I think I see you every now and then here and there. There's a few texts as we go back and forth, but that's about it. You
0: just went on your bike journey, bro. You've been what, San Francisco?
1: um you know what that was my first year this whole last year has just been gaining my gaining my like fitness on the bike like keeping up with people so it's pretty fun to be the heaviest guy there but the heaviest guy could keep up with the with the lighter guys so um and it's all about that because in cycling it's it's kind of like a pecking order like they look at each other like if you can't keep up with them, they look down on you kinda of, sort of. And then the type of bike you ride, the type of this, but um but I but I really cycled so I could eat like shit, bro. Honestly. I really cycle so I could eat like shit. So after I'm done riding, I'm at the or sometimes mid ride. I'm at the bar hanging out, fucking having a beer too, and then I get on my bike and roll out. So well, the
0: last time I rode with you and uh Yassir, Dude, I was at least like two miles behind (laughs) and i you know i i felt bad because i felt like i was slowing you guys down because you guys stopped a couple times to wait for me to catch up and uh i was like nah i can't i can't do this to these guys man they gotta they have their own little system going
1: nah but it's but the thing is i I was like that with other people i rode with because i was a guy that would hold people behind and they always you tell me they're like hey we'll see you up we're gonna meet right here, so we'll see you up there. And I was always struggling, but now if you were to ride with me and your seed, I would be leaving your seed behind. Because honestly, your seed doesn't really ride a lot anymore. I kept it going, but then I ride with another buddy of mine that actually rides with me almost almost all the time. Not to say like some days we miss each other, some days we don't. And that guy could keep up with me and he's a big boy. He's like I think like six four, like two eighty. But he could keep up with me, but, um, but I'm not the best one out there. I still struggle, especially with the skinny guys going up the hills because gravity takes over, bro.
0: How was the uh, the the dry the riding f- cycling from San Francisco? How long did that take you to do? Six
1: days. Six days. Six days. And you
0: started like
1: each day was like a hundred miles. Each day was like hundred miles, ten thousand feet of climbing. So it just it teaches you how to pace yourself. How to really read your body, like it—it teaches you all that. But it was fun, you know. I saw some beautiful scenery. I did, dude. It was a middle. I rode with a bunch of people, so it wasn't that hard. Where you could stay behind people and draft, and you know, just save your energy. But by the fifth day, I was like, I was, I was done. I was like, fuck this, I'm done. So every
0: every every night, hotel.
1: Every night hotel. Some people backpack it, dude. What? yeah some people like back a little it, tent and shit, like a little camping? tent, or they try to knock it out as fast as they can. so yeah, so like,
0: does that mean that that you guys didn't all stop at the same time?
1: A lot of people didn't stop at the same time. So I stopped I think every hundred and two miles. there's some guys that stopped every seventy five miles and then there were some guys that didn't, you know, and we all just kind of caught each other. Oh, sure. um, but then towards the end, when we're going through like Oxnard and like Puanimi, that's when we started seeing the groups. Like you see the different groups, you know, and we would start to catch each other because the last leg is it hit, Santa Monica. And then when we hit Santa Monica, it's either you have a ride to go home or you're riding to your house. So I didn't have a ride to go home, so I rode from Santa Monica after we finished to my house in azusa from and it was fun i took it took a couple pit stops yeah
0: because that one that, w- that one turns into the 10 freeway there's no way you're jumping on the 10 freeway
1: ah uh, there's parts when we ride to san diego like we do we do a ride to san diego once a month so we'll leave like azusa or we'll leave arcadia and we'll ride to san diego and there's a part of san diego that we have to ride the freeway dude like you get on the five freeway and you ride on the five freeway but then I had a buddy, Adrian, and a couple of his buddies did the whole Route 66. So they started in Santa Monica and went all the way to Chicago, thirty days. And they were riding on the forty. They were riding on some of the highways and on the, uh, in the Midwest. It's there's like, I don't know, man. I just tell people you can't be scared of the cars. You no matter where you go, you're gonna get hit. You know, you're gonna get hit if you get scared. But because I have a have a friend that rides with me, and he's always worried. And he I, I've seen him have more accidents than I have have had in my whole cycling career in about two months. He's broken bones already, he's fucking had stitches. And me, I haven't had anything yet. So because why? He's always cautious. He's always worried, like, Oh my god, like <laughs> he's always hitting the brakes and I'm like, Bro, you're gonna hurt yourself and he's like, Nah, it doesn't happen. <laughs> But when are we gonna get you back on the bike?
0: I wanna get back on the bike. Um i i actually went to what was it cerritos that park in cerritos uh
1: yeah yeah
0: or or Downey? i think or Downey. the one with the fountain is down yes it's a fountain fountain and and it's it's funny it's a trip because my brother danny was here and and we went we when we go to the 210 freeway yeah it's it's like from here to there it's like it's like an hour drive So I told him, okay, well, we haven't gone this way in a while. We haven't gone south in a while. Yeah. So why don't we go an hour south and then, and come back and, but it seemed like that the drive there was a lot harder than it was than it is going north. Yeah. No, going north, you're going uphill.
1: Yeah, it's all uphill.
0: Going, we we before we even got there, we were already tired, and if we can drive to the, if we can ride our bikes to the 210 freeway in an hour, this shouldn't have, this should have been a piece of cake, but we just felt more and more. We got there like really tired. And like, well, oh, we had to go back or we're done.
1: Yeah. Well going over there, there's that one, that one downhill through the, through by Whittier Boulevard, <clears throat> that gets everybody
0: that one's yeah the one that's like a really steep yeah curve right underneath yeah Yeah. i I like to film that because just in case we crash into anybody
1: yeah (laughs) um that one usually gets people so um but i could get from my house in azusa to where you're talking about i could get there in like 35 minutes
0: yeah you freaking go as fast as a car bro
1: nah dude to me it's like i just I go standard, there's dudes that go faster than me, like, there's one guy I ride with, his name is Albert, shout out Albert, Um, that dude, like, he's a 5 foot Filipino, like, 55 years old, and, but, to keep up with that guy, is just like, I can't, like, his, his regular speed is like 22, 23. Like, that's just his regular speed. That, that's him just coasting.
0: The only time I hit 22 is when I'm coming down that Azusa mountain.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. The other day, I hit 55 coming down, dude. Uh, coming down the canyon. And um, no brakes, man. I was just getting... I was. I learned how to descend very good. So, I was learning how to take the turns, the apexes, and all that. And to come out of the corners super quick. And, yeah, I think I hit 55. And I was like, dude. Shit. Oh uh, my friend, I was waiting for him for like three minutes. I'm like, dude, for you?" He's all, like, "Bro, you just took off." I was like, "I go, I got a new set of wheels and all that." And yeah, it was fun.
0: I think I was at 21, 22 miles an hour coming down when you get to the 210 freeway, and that 210 freeway underneath the 210 that's it's a it's like a 90 degree turn. Yeah, and if you don't slow down, you're hitting that wall.
1: Oh, uh, dude, that one I I go through it like super quick. Yeah, like I don't break like i like i go through that no not breaking and because me and my friends if we're riding together with like a group we play games with each other and and the that little hill when you're coming out of that 210 overpass when you come up around there's a little hill so the the main goal is to, to win up that hill so i know these guys are gonna break you know because a lot of them are don't like to take it and me, I won't. I will just go straight under as quickly as possible and come out of it,
0: hoping that there's no one on the other side of that road. Well,
1: right? <laughs> No, no, no. So I know how to take it. And the last time I took it, there was a guy riding the sit-down bike, and I knew I was going to come super close to him. And I yelled out, "Don't worry, stay!" I told him, "Don't worry, stay in your lane." And I just would zip right by him, and he and you could hear him like, "Holy shit!" And I just went right by him, and kept going. And then when I look back, my friends were super back there, and I just took it, and I was like, I was gone. Because I know that whole little area, that's where they're all going to slow down and get scared. And I'm like, all right, see you. I'm gone.
0: Yeah, I know. I got to dust mine off. Do you see them over there?
1: (sighs) Dude, bro. Collecting dust, bro. You were on a good path. I
0: was. I know. I know. I dropped the ball. I dropped the ball, bro. (sighs) Dude,
1: you were on a good path. So did you see. Do you see he doesn't really ride no more, dude. He, bro, he snapped his chain on one of his bikes and kind of goes to the wayside, dude. Like, he doesn't doesn't ride. And now, I remember you bought that bike. You're all excited now. And it's just like, it's
0: just there. I know.
1: You should just sell it to me, dude. No, 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 no. I got it. <laughs> I know. I'm going to get back on it. I'm going to take
0: it to the shop and tell him to do a little tune-up. And then I'm taking it back. I'm going back out there.
1: And did you, you could give it to me right now. I'll take it right now and take it to the shop and get it tuned-up. That means you're, that means I like go, I have weekend. no excuses. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Because then I'm going to call you later and you're going to be like, Oh, you know, if I can, I don't know. But this last year I focused on the gravel. So I have a gravel bike too. So I was doing a lot of races like in Arizona, Texas. When I go back to Texas to go check on, um, a lot of the stuff out there. Cause I, you do know, I opened up my own bar out there.
0: That's so. the reason why you've neglected us and don't come talk to us anymore.
1: Ah, dude, it's Texas is fun, dude. Not the not the big cities, bro. Austin, Dallas, all those cities suck. It's like so.
0: How does it? How does it feel to be a a, a, a business owner? Of, um, a bar at that.
1: I did. I did what I what. It, I did what I saw in the industry. What I didn't like, what people did. So. Um we made it to the point where we don't we do no craft beer. I didn't want to deal with craft beer. Um we keep it domestic so it's uh I made it to the point where if you came in there and it smelled like piss, it was a good bar. <laughs> 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 Those are always the best bars, bro. Um Wait,
0: wait, 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 wait. Does that mean that your bar has pool tables?
1: Yeah, it has pool tables.
0: I do you have a pool table that you're not going to use anymore that you can bring me boom right here
1: now? Uh, we have like three of them. Uh, they just need to be refelt and I think re leveled. I will take them after
0: you refelt them and re-level them. <laughs> I'll sell
1: you to him as is and you <laughs> deal with it. <laughs> fucking things are he- heavy.
0: And then he wonders why I don't invite him to the podcast.
1: Oh <laughs> man, dude. Um I
0: bring I give you a free beer, you can't even give me a pool table.
1: I give you mics, I give you <laughs> what what else? Let's do it, go down the list. Let's let's focus uh, on what we're talking yeah. about here. <laughs> um <laughs> but you know what now we just no craft beer i made it a whole dive bar um we did it cash only we didn't want to do credit cards and all that but in texas you can do that you know there's some bars that do it out here but some bars do it just because they want to avoid the taxes right they don't want to you know because once you use that right now i'm liking it out there because cash is king again because everybody's using um like a their debit cards, whatever. I've seen a girl at whole foods today um, use her wrist. Like she has the microchip implant for testing it out to do that. So she went to, with her wrist. It wasn't a, everybody's like, Oh, she has it in her, her watch. I'm like, no, it was her wrist. And she literally did it. And she paid for her thing. And she's like, yeah, it's the chip. It's kind of like the chip they'd put in dogs. It goes under the skin yeah. very little and it's linked to her bank. And I go, yeah, gonna mess it up girl that's how it starts that's how they start controlling everything and yeah so honestly then um i kept it to a point where everybody could talk their what they want to talk man so i got a lot of old timers that go in there and and they don't like going to the main drag because dude it's like you got to watch what you say it's, like it's a, it
0: seems like your bar is one of those bars where, where a stranger walks in and everybody stops what they're doing the music stops everyone stops washing dishes and there is like It goes complete quiet.
1: and Yeah, honestly, it's it's like that (laughs) because we get different people from different walks of life. Like there was this one guy that came in that was very raggedy looking. Like we looked at him like we're all looking at him like, what's up with him? You know, and everybody knew who he was. His name is Ralph. Everybody knew who he was. And they're like, hey, what's up, dude? Hey, what's going on? And we're just looking at him and we're just like, okay, like what's he going to get? Guy orders everything. One thing people need to know about the Midwest, like if you go from Texas on, Bud is king. Like Modelo's not the king out there. Bud is king. That's why those guys took it to heart when they saw that can come out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, but he always orders a Natty Light. Always like, can I get my Natty Light? We're like, okay, cool. And then he'll order a Natty Daddy. He'll order a tall can of Natty Daddy. We're like, all right, cool, here you go. And then he orders the same thing every day. Like he'll be in there almost every day. Like he never misses a beat. And then one day I asked him, I was like, "Dude, what's going on?" And I go, "You all right?" Like, you know, we'll, we'll spot you. He's like, "Nah, it's fine. It's cool." And then one of the old timers come around. And he's like that man's a millionaire. You don't need your money. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, what the hell? And then he just looks and he just shakes his head. He's like, yeah, he's all see those oil derricks and all that. He's like, yeah, that's my property. And I own that. And
0: it's, it's funny who you bump into people and you don't even know that what they can do. Like when I was a kid, I would go to this park in, uh, in Oxnard Beck park right there on Kamala. And, um, and one day I was playing basketball, and this older man came up to me and said, hey, you want to play? I'm, I'm sure. Older man, bro, 60s maybe back then, and he was like hits all his shots. He was on top of it. Not that he was trying to kick my ass because I was just a little kid, but you know, playing, just having a good time, hit all his shots from no matter where. And um, before he left, he told me that he used to play in the NBA. Okay. Like back in the day, he gave me his name and everything, and I was like, Oh shit. But again, didn't I was I, I don't think there was Google back then, <laughs> <laughs> so I I believe him because I believed him because he was shots all over the place. Like,
1: dude, he, that's how pedofi- pedophiles uh, strike their he didn't the... touch me, bro. <laughs> uh, 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 it's okay, bro. Where's the doll at? Show me where he touched you. Point at the doll where he touched you. <laughs> That's all, that's all that <laughs> shit starts. And then it's about, you, you're you, such a dick. Bro. You set the scene for that. I was playing by myself in the park, <laughs> and then an old man comes up to me, hey, I go, dude, <laughs> come on. That was like. It could have gone that way where uh, Oh
0: look, I'm getting a call, bro. I gotta go I gotta go. Oh, God.
1: <laughs> dude, you set it up to where you're gonna sit in the side over there oh, like oh like dude, you're a young whippersnapper, you can be alright. <laughs> Whatever.
0: Not like that, bro. But anyway, so it's it's it is you can bump into somebody and not even know that they're either at one point were famous or sports or fucking a billionaire
1: yeah dude and we're tripping out and we're just laughing but dude we get a lot of people like we'll get people from the main drug that dude they they leave their shift they come hang out at ours and because they're just like dude we don't want to deal with it because honestly if you go to like downtown houston it's just it's it's a shit show dude it's like it's a what i call it it's like i don't know it's just too many fights same thing in austin there's always fights at the end of the night there's always something going on street takeovers and it's just like there's homeless everywhere like you think it's only in la but in in texas it's it's crazy it's it's bad and like so where the bar is at it's in it's an area called the woodlands like it's outside of houston it's one of the, like the neighborhoods like we have it and we'll get a lot of old-timers come in. Like, we had Paul Wall come in one time and just hanging out because he lives, like, like if you go, like, where our bar's at, if you go, like, another, like, 10 minutes, that's where all the, like, the rich houses are. Okay. And that's where a lot of them live at. So, we saw, fucking like, Paul Wall come up. we seen some of the baseball players, like, come drive by and... You know, and when we won the World Series, you know, last year it was, oh you know, my it was yeah, big party go. time. You know, I
0: did tell you not to wear that hat to my house, bro.
1: <laughs> I bleed Houston, bro. All these crybaby Dodger fans still can't. Well, get, there goes about twenty listeners. Still can't get over 2017. Get over it, dude. Like Jesus Christ. And now they they're all bragging that they got Shohei Otani. I'm like, bro, you literally just bought that guy. They. Dodgers had just invented the credit card line for baseball players. Like so, anything else that we need to know about your bar? <laughs> <laughs> we're anti LA, <laughs> <laughs> but you live in LA, bro. <laughs> well, I come back because Mama doesn't. Mama, Mama didn't like it out there,
0: and that's what you said right in the beginning. You guys had moved out there, right? Yeah,
1: we moved out there. Then she had the guilt trip with from her mom. Like her mom, like her and her mom are very tight. Um, and so, and then we went in a dead, dead, one thing about Texas, dude, so there's different parts, so if you go to, like, the Shiner, the, the west side of Texas, like, um, from Austin on, you get that dry Mm -hmm. desert heat, you get that dry, like, oh my god, like, okay, this is bearable, but once you start getting to Houston and onward, that's a humid heat, like, and it's 98 with with 98% humidity and it feels like it feels like bloody hell dude like you take a shower you walk out you're sweating your balls off already so well, what was the
0: point in showering then huh
1: yeah dude and it, it's bad dude like like i felt like um fucking what's i felt like chris farley um fucking sweating in the armpits bro because <laughs> it was that bad for me the first but i got used to it yeah um but the wife couldn't she was just in the air condition my dogs hated it they were just like They would walk outside like fuck, and you could breathe it, dude. So I remember we're flying in, she's like, Oh my god, it's so cloudy out there. I was like, That's not clouds, that's humidity. (laughs) And then as soon as you walk off the tarmac and you see it, you're just like, Ah, fuck, it really is like this. I go, Yep, I go, it's like that. And then we get hurricanes, like we get all that good stuff. So yeah, but she was about to go through her first hurricane. So, but it turned into just a storm, a tropical storm, and she she got nervous. She was like, yeah, I don't like it. I go, well, you're going to go back to Earthquake. She's like, at least that happens with me not knowing and me not waiting. Uh, she has a point. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, I get it. Yeah, and, she had um, a point. So, she's like, I was sitting here with anxiety, and I was like, all right. So, I go, what do you want to do? She's like, yeah, I want to go back home. So I was like, all right, and then she didn't like the pay cut she was gonna take. She was like, she was gonna go for making X amount out here, and big everything's cheaper out there though. Everything's cheaper. Like right now, gas over there. Like I was laughing at like, oh, it's three ninety nine out here. I go to Texas, it's one ninety nine, and they're like, <laughs> oh, you, you bastard. I was like, yeah. cause but we pay no state tax. Like nothing goes to the state. But the only downfall is you pay a high property tax. So, if you own land, you own property out there, you're going to pay more out for the property, but that's where they get the school funding from. Like, they get all the school funding from. And what they have out there in Texas is they have less school districts. So, like, out here in California, there's, like, 200-and-something school districts. Texas, 64. Oh, okay. So, in order to pay all those superintendents, all those school board people all these uh, principles, these high dollar salaries, they got to get money from the government, bro. Over there, strictly from property tax, everybody's able to pay everything and nothing comes in from the government. But my winter, my winter bills are always high. Because
0: it gets cold out there. No,
1: it gets cold, man. Like the <laughs> other day we we're driving before I flew back, flew back out here. Um, it was already ice on the on the road. Like you see people slipping and sliding like it was just like you, they're going through the black ice and you'll see them spin out, you'll see them hydroplane and it's it's one of the downfalls, but it's cheaper living like I was looking out there like a like a three bedroom apartment over there is only like 1800 bucks. Out here that's fucking fucking forty five thirty eight hundred. 3800. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, so but the bar is fun though.
0: Well, that's good, man, that you freaking are a business owner. You went from working for the man to now being the man.
1: Well, I didn't like what was going on, bro. Honestly, I didn't like the whole – how the industry was going. And I kind of voiced my opinion about it. Um,
0: Doesn't that always bite people in the ass when they voice their opinion?
1: It always – because a lot of people don't like to be – there's too many egos. I go I, – I walk out there and I see a lot of the guys still in the industry – it's too many egos, like right. a lot of people they just like like who cares like it's just like to me, it's like you're just working like why do you why do you have to have like the chip on your shoulder? I didn't like it, but then when you voice your opinion about something, it didn't resonate with people, people didn't like it, like oh oh, and then they take it as you're trying to go against them, and it was kind of just like. Yeah, so at the bar, we have an open forum. Like, you tell me where I'm fucking up. If you feel that I'm messing up somewhere, tell me. And, and some of the bartenders, they'll let me know, like, hey, you fucked up on this. You fucked up on that. And they'll text me, like, hey, you need to order this. You didn't order that. Now I'm fucking fucked. And I'm like, all right, cool. Okay, right, what do we got to do? And she's like, well, somebody has to go to the store. And I'm like, all right, so I'll call the cousins. If I'm out here, I'll call the cousins. They're like, hey, dude, someone needs to go to the store and grab this, grab that. Like, who messed up? It's like, it's my fault. That's another thing that I lacked out here. No one had accountability. Everybody was always, it was so and so, it was so and so, it was so and so. It's like, who cares? Get it done. Right. Everybody battles each other. It's like, why are we gonna battle each other? The problem's still gonna be there, but everybody just battles. And out there is like, all right, I fucked up. All right, let's figure it out. But then, the l- girls are pretty honest with me, so I never, I never. Those old timers are pretty pretty brutal like, <laughs> I, ask, I go can you guys end with it They're like yeah, is, you know that's how they talk and you know it's all right and i'm just like okay cool it's making sure dude it's making sure if it was out here fucking they'll get canceled super quick like uh, so offended <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i'm kind of going through that right now
0: myself i have a, about hurting people's feelings and i'm tired of 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 Oh, you hurt so and so's feelings, and you hurt so and so's feelings. Why? Because I spoke my mind. Because I I got off my chest what I needed to say. Or I, I'm like, I I tell the wife sometimes like, it's sad that some of these people aren't even millennials for them to be getting their feelings hurt by something that that I said. You know, the thing is, that it's like I'm sorry. I, I had to apologize to the wife recently. and told her I'm sorry that you didn't marry someone who just brushes things under the rug because that's not me. I I I heard a video I I watched a video the other day that said um toxic family math was brushing things under the rug and then m- making me the making the person the problem because they wanted to actually talk about it like you know so I told the wife lately it has been like you know hurting people's feelings lately has been it's been driving me crazy bro
1: but the thing is there's hurting people's feelings, but the delivery and how you say that's it. one thing
0: that Ricky and I have been talking a lot a lot lately is talking about a lot lately is is the deliverance how you deliver the message
1: well, because there's been a few times where I pissed you off because you didn't like my delivery but there, but I can tell you
0: yeah, I can tell you, and you're not gonna get your fucking feelings hurt No. Nah, I'm not gonna get my feelings I just, hurt. I
1: just looked at it was like this fucking pussy. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: dick man i'm glad that plane's going over you right now it's like i can hear a plane
1: <laughs> damn i was like God. i was like i always thought about it but it's the delivery because um my wife gets on me all the time she's like and my mother-in-law tells me she's like you can be a little rude and condescending i'm like thinking in my head like okay but you know so i've actually taken classes to and talked about it in my therapy, kind of like how do how do I say this or how do I go around this, you know, so I don't come off as as something, you know, like I don't come off, you know, in a rude way or, or, you know, because as males, we can just come off and like, especially if we're just barely getting off work or, you know, we're busy doing something, we don't catch ourselves and for some reason, the wives or somebody always wants to ask us a question while we're in the middle of something, and then we just go like this. And then they're like, oh, oh, like, oh, my God. It always happens.
0: I, I recently had a conversation with Nick because um he didn't want to tell me something because I said something and he didn't want to. we were talking in the car and he kept he kept it to himself. And uh, and the next the next day, I said, you know, it became an, an issue where I lost my shit because I'm trying to talk to him and like, I'm like, dude, I am not teaching you guys to brush things under the rug. That's not what I'm fucking doing. So I lost my shit that day. And then the next day I sat him down. I told look mijo. I get it that I can't be the easiest person to come talk to sometimes. That you think you're going to, that I'm probably going to lose my shit. And guess what? You're probably right. And maybe that's why you don't come to me. But it's how you deliver it. If you would have told me, but dad, I would really appreciate it if you did it this way. Or somebody got shot oh they stopped right here bro oh fuck oh. officer ricky
1: you bastard i knew he was coming dude i knew he was. Coming. he's outside bro he came in fucking hot dude <laughs> so um i i was telling him
0: like it's it's how you approach it kid if you were to tell me that because he wanted me to do something and i didn't want to do that but if you would have told me dad I would really appreciate it or make me feel better or, you know, give me your point of view because I will always take into consideration what my kids say. Have I, or have I not? And he said, no, you always have. Okay. So if you would approach it differently by saying, dad, I would really appreciate it if you did it this way. It'll make me feel better if you did it this way or I'll, you know, I'll be more comfortable if you said it this, way. whatever the case would be. Then I would have, I would have been like, okay, cool. My son, I could, I, I, I will do whatever my kids say.
1: But my thing is, why does your kid need to tell you that when it should already be open like way? Well,
0: I see. I don't want to. Uh, I guess I can kind of mention a little bit
1: because I, I, I get, I the, get told the, the same the, thing. The wife
0: had to go to the hospital. Yeah. And there was no need for me to be there in the lobby from noon to seven o'clock. So I had mentioned to him that I was just going to, you know, come home. Yeah. And he he, he would rather me stay at the hospital. Right. And, and when I said I wasn't going to stay at the hospital to him, he was like, fuck, man, like I really want him to stay at the hospital. You know, I really want him there. And uh, but he didn't tell me that, you know what I mean? Like if he would have came up to me and said, hey, dad, I would feel more comfortable if you just stayed there with mom. And I'll get into that on a different topic, a different podcast about why the hospital. But he wanted me to to stay there. So the next day, after everything, I told him, see me home. There was no, the doctor even sent me home. There was no need for me to sit there. Oh, okay, dad. So, this is, you know, so if we just talk, come to an, an understanding, then yeah. Because, no, there's sometimes where what pissed me off that day was that instead of talking to me about it, he made the rest of the evening miserable. We went to, ch- it was a Friday, we went to church because they're, they're doing confirmation. We went to church. He had a big F you on his face. He just made the evening uncomfortable. So, that's why it's like, it's better if you just come talk to me or, or talk to mom. Mom will come tell me, and then
1: then it'll be better. But if you just hold on, oh, bro. But there's been moments where I heard, I heard that mom comes talking to you, then you come storming out of the room, like <laughs> fucking ready to fucking whoop some ass. Like all right, fuck them hey, kids. You're over there like Django Unchained. Like give me that fucking, give me that, <laughs> give me that belt real quick.
0: And and, and that's what he said, bro. Sometimes yeah. I can't be approachable. Yeah. And then, but like I told him, if it's how you word things so
1: no and, and and honestly i've i've learned i've been the same way where my wife felt like she had to walk on eggshells with me because she didn't know how i was gonna come off how i was gonna you know on certain subjects how i was gonna act especially when it came to, like financials and whatever because me and her we combine everything like a lot of couples separate like oh no i have my own account like oh no she has her account yeah like me you know like me and her we have everything in one account So, and then I'm fucking, I'm a fucking let bro. Like I'm fucking, I don't pay attention to shit. I'm just like fucking freewheeling. Like, what's up, bro? Hey, (laughs) what's going on? Hey, what's up? And then she'll text me like, hey, did this get paid? Did this get paid? And I'm like, oh shit, did it? She's like, come on, dude. Like let's do this. But then, then I start snapping like, fuck, like, hey, dude, it's going to get paid no matter what. So now she's kind of in fear. Like she brings up something like, hey, like did this get paid? She doesn't want to come out. If she's nagging to me or fucking like get the back end of how I will be. So I worked on it a lot, dude. And, and uh,
0: that, that's one thing that I've been doing with the wife lately is like, it's I tell her it's it's how it, it's approached. Like for example, and 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 I'm not tr- trying to throw her under the bus. I'm just using it as an example of you know how husband and wives kind of talk. I had mentioned to her that someone was going to come over to to podcast, and then that I had a schedule of people to come over and podcast and she made it look like, fuck man. And and I told her, I'm like, you make it seem like I have to ask for permission for people to come over to my house, but yet to the house, but yet, I mean, your family can show up unannounced. Why is it that I you, I feel that I have to ask for permission. And she's like, you don't have to ask, but that's how you make me feel by your facial expressions or the response that you give me. It's how, you know, again, the word okay, I've always said the word okay has a thousand definitions of how you say it, you know? Yeah, I get it. And that's what I tell her. It's like the way you, you, the the fact that I'm saying that so-and-so might come over, the look that you're giving me, the okay that you said is that I have to ask for permission and I shouldn't have to ask for permission.
1: Oh, you know what? There could be like, you know, I'm playing, I'm playing kind of like seeing it from my side because, dude, I've been in the same situation where I'm already fucking, I have the Kager ready to fucking tap. I have the fucking yeah. DJ equipment outside ready to rock and roll. And then Vice like, who's coming over? I go, oh, so-and-so, friend Raul. And she's like, okay. All right, I'm going to go to my mom's house. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, Like, yeah. like, like they can't come over or what? Like, but,
0: like today, today, all I said was, hey, Paul will be here at 10 o'clock. Yeah. And when you were here, I said, go ahead, bro. Let me see let me go find out what she needs. Hey, you need your medication. You need your breakfast served. You're done. Good to anything else you need. No, I'm good. OK, I'll be in the garage for about an hour and a half. And she's OK, cool. Like the difference, bro, because I was able to talk to her and tell her how she makes me feel when I say someone's coming over.
1: Yeah. But also in those moments, like especially like if it's on a weekend or Saturday, <laughs> A lot of the times the wives just want to chill and they feel that if somebody's coming over, you know, like, oh, my God. And your wife's probably like my wife. If, if They don't it, feel
0: like they have to entertain. They yeah. don't want to.
1: <laughs> yeah, they don't want to. They're like, dude, and if you were to say like, oh, so-and-so's coming over, like, oh, crap. Like, now I got to get up. Like, I know,
0: and I told her, babe, you don't have to worry about it. There's a fridge in the garage. I have waters. I have beers. I have. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nah, but it's it's like my wife. My wife does the same thing. Like, even though she'll, she'll throw that face, like. That, like, oh, my fucking God, face. Like, she'll still, like, start getting up. And she's like, dude, I just wanted to relax. Yeah. So I get that side. But then I get the parents, the family side. Because my wife can't say no to her family. Like, she really can't like if she she'll text me like oh like i don't like it when my swagger comes over because when that fool comes over <laughs> he starts looking at so many projects like oh we could do this project we could do that I'm, And i'm like no 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 you do projects at your pad like, i
0: recently i recently I, I i know i made everyone uncomfortable because we had just gotten home and like five ten minutes later there comes my wife's sisters and her mom is here and everyone's here like uh, i didn't even say hi to anybody it's
1: like dude wrong fucking timing man wrong timing and then you get the later what? like what, what's wrong with him hey, yeah what's wrong with andy how's he doing mm-hmm. yeah because mm-hmm. i get the same thing like when they come over like but i my wife even said she's like you don't see your tone you don't see your expression yeah. and you know it goes oh back i to, saw mine <laughs> and like i i like and i was like because you know sometimes i don't think i'm doing anything she's like no but you had this face like, fuck, why are they here? And my mother-in-law comes in like, and she's the nicest lady. She's done a lot for us, but I don't catch myself. And I'm just kind of like, all right. Like, because when I go back to Texas, it's fucking free for all, bro. Like we all, bro, like you walk in that bar, there's some shit being said to each other. Like, I'm just like, God damn, like shit. You know, and I remember one guy came up to me and asked me, He's like, can we put that "Don't Tread on Me" flag? I'm like, fuck yeah, go ahead. You know, I know what it represents. Fucking put that up.
0: It's funny that we're talking about this because earlier, just today, bro, I saw I got a text message that told me, "Hey, I rather talk face to face." And I said, and I responded with, N- "I'm not good with face to face because you're not gonna." I I I said, I, my facial expression will say it all when you only see things your way, you know. So i rather there's certain people that you can talk to face to face about certain things and there's some people that they're just one-sided blinders and you can't talk to them face to face because the moment in in my case the moment they start saying something that that doesn't make sense or they're only leaning towards their point of view then i get like my face i i can't control my face i will show you that i'm fucking pissed off
1: Well, it's more or less, I always say this, being in my, being in where I'm at now, everybody is a sablo todo. Sablo todo, yeah. Everybody is like, so, but then in those instances, like you and, you know, like you or whoever you're talking to, you can't talk face to face. Everybody, both of you are hunkering down on, no, this is what I believe in. Like, you can't talk, you can't have differences, opinion, Especially, you know, episode five cast. Uh, oh, <laughs> damn! Throwing daggers. I um, uh, just had to throw that in there. I like every, everybody has to hunker down and what they believe in. Especially if you're you're a very opinionated person. I'm a very opinionated person, but I've learned to tone it down because I could be that person. Like, dude, if you talk to my brother-in-law, my brother-in-law will beat it into you until yeah. he's fucking blue in the face I recently
0: had told a uh, an aunt that I'm uh, I was talking to her and I said I had and I had said it I was like I know because of the shit that I've been through in my past that I'm not the kind of person to just brush things under the rug and keep quiet and I know that bothers my my family here the my wife's family the mar- the family that I married into I know it bothers them because they're not used to to that, but I'm, I'm not the kind of person that just brushed into the rug. And that's the thing that that's like, I apologize to my wife recently. I told her, babe, sorry that I'm not that guy. I'm sorry. I'm not that guy.
1: Yeah. Because my wife's family is the same way where the littlest things between each other, and it's funny because we we're just talking about this is it's everybody involved in everybody's business. Like that the, Thea would get involved. Like, oh my God, did you see what happened with so So-and-so a sister or sister would get involved. And then I'm looking at it like This is the smallest thing That you guys are arguing about And it's kind of just like Why the fuck are you guys worried about Like who cares Like me I'm like Like I wouldn't care I'm just like Dude that's not even a big deal Like who cares Like just move on but with them it's like an inner struggle like oh my god like then it turns into you didn't defend me oh you didn't back me up i'm like chingas madre. i'm fucking just staying over here honestly
0: honestly i recently said it bro i'm like i'm <laughs> done with talking bro i'm, I'm, I'm ready to throw chingasos bro i'm ready to let you get your frustrations off on me and i'll get my frustrations off on you man that's it yeah throw, ready for chingasos bro
1: bro honestly when i went to england bro like um a couple months ago i went to england and dude they throw down like they go outside like i was in the northern part of england so i wasn't in like london yeah so i went to yorkshire because one of my good friends he was getting married and that's where he's from yorkshire it's in the northern part of england and dude these are century old like beefs bro and they'll be in the front lot, front parking lot and they will go toe to toe straight old school style fist like all right let's go like, I don't like you. You don't like me. All right, let's go do it. And I'm just like, this is what I'm talking about. Like <laughs> and same thing with him. He was like, ah, I don't like that fucking cunt. I'm like, yeah. I go, Hoo-hoo. It's not like my brother-in-law. <laughs> and, then he's like, and I was like, Jesus Christ, that's your brother-in-law. I don't like that. And then he's like, and he's so, he was telling me stories. He's like, yeah, we fought. He's like, I went over to the house when he said something to, I think he called his um, wife a slag over there. You can call him a fat slag. It's uh, pretty much a derogatory term, and uh-huh. he went over there and just said, "Fuck it. We we I kicked the shit out of him. I was like, "Damn, dude!" And they do it no matter what over there. There's no talking. It's we're gonna we're gonna throw down, dude. There's yeah. no like out here where it's like ah, like no. We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk over there. It's like nah,
0: nah. Chingas. Well, I, I I I've 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 had my patience only because I love my wife so. But I'm getting to the point where that patience is running out.
1: Ah, oh, dude, I want to see this, bro. Oh, dude, <laughs> make I'll make sure the cameras are on. Uh, bro, bro, I'll come in like Bruce Buffer, bro. Like, <laughs> or oh, dude, or it's dry. just it's
0: just when you it's just the, the point where okay, you can say anything you want about me, that's fine. The moment you talk about my wife or my boys, yeah, stooool, I'm done. But earlier, I meant we were talking about the delivery, right? Yeah. And then how you say things or how you approach it, right? I called you a few months ago because I I didn't know what I did wrong.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I had <laughs> they had the
0: <laughs> they had the news on the TV at one of my accounts. Yeah, and uh, and I looked. It was about the war in Gaza, like Israel, Israel. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and I said that's sad. And the owner of the store looked at me like, "What do you mean it's sad?" it's sad what's going on like this is pretty fucked up and he fucking like the way he responded was like would you feel the same way when when the cartel kills a bunch of mexicans do you feel the same way and blah blah blah. like i was like holy shit so it was one of those phone a friend type things
1: (laughs) Uh, yeah i remember that phone call so
0: i called you so you can explain to me what it was that I said wrong because apparently my delivery wasn't right. Wasn't no
1: <laughs> dude, honestly your delivery wasn't right because this, that war goes on, dude, like we we're talking about, it goes all the way back to like the Jesus Christ time. Like it goes way back where Israel's, the, the Jewish people, you know, they were, they were frowned upon, you know, like, all the Arab nations are Muslim or Christian. So, but then you have the Jewish. So you really got to look at it like they do not like each other. Like they do not like each other. But the thing about what's going on in there is it's total hypocrisy that's going on. Because what's going on right now is what what, what Russia is doing to Ukraine. But this is okay but that's against evil. That's you know whatever. But you know I don't want to touch it because a lot of people are going to be like, "Oh my God, you're on so and so side." I'm not on anybody's side. I think it's it's pretty stupid that you know. Like
0: the point of that that call was to educate me why I why he got mad.
1: Yeah, because honestly, you you touch the subject that's dude. Honestly, they that's like. That's like asking a Mexican about, a Mexican, you know, from whatever, about Salvadoran. For some reason, you guys don't like each other. You guys look at each other like derogatory. Like, honestly, if you say, like, you know, call call a person from Mexico or whatever, a Salvadoran, they look at you like, ugh. You know? Then if you tell, you know, that's why I always say, Rasa is always racist on Rasa, too. Like, they hate on each other, like. No one wants to see another person do good. Like, everybody's like hating on each other. And then you will see, like, people talk about the people that come from, like, Chihuahua, fucking like, the northern part where it's the Indio side. Like, you'll see them talk bad about them. Like, ah, oh, those people. It's like, like, it's bad, bro. But what you did was like, bro, that's like calling. A Japanese guy, a Korean, like, they'll look at you like, I'm not Korean. Like, they'll look at, they'll get super pissed. Like, like, (laughs) I was like, I don't want to make the mistake again, bro. So educate
0: me. What did I miss?
1: Uh, It's just a long battle that they, and it's crazy because when I was stationed over there, when we're doing the whole, you know, you know, Saudi Arabia liberating, doing all that, you know. You see the differences in cultures and differences and all that. So, like, Iran does not like Saudis. Um, Iran does not like the Yemen, you know. Like, they all don't like each other. Like, they despise each other. Like, Turkish people don't like people from there. Well, if, if
0: I'm correct, then the... What was it? Egypt didn't want Gaza... Or, or is it Gaza? Yeah. To walk over there. Like, to, to, transfer, to cross borders into Egypt.
1: No, so... It just recently changed because their old their old leader accepted Gaza, and knows basically Gaza is in an open air open air um prison. I I I, I honestly a lot of people would say, um those tunnels that they're saying that's Hamas, mm-hmm. dude that was once occupied by Israel and Israel built those tunnels because they built them out of necessity of we have to go away like maybe the palestinians are going to come and bomb us so they built that those tunnel systems so they know those tunnel systems um it wasn't built by hamas hamas originated as a like a a factor of separate people like all right it was just like it's kind of like you know you get different branches of military okay now but so and so but they got radical so they were very radical very this but then they started gaining influence on the people and then they turned into a political party. So, and what, uh, what's crazy about this is we could go into it, but, um, you're always The people, the people that live in Gaza are going to support the, the people because why I don't want to get killed. I don't want to get fucking murdered. Like they come and murder my family because if I go against Hamas, they run the majority of this, of this nation where am I going to go? Same thing happened in Iraq. When we got in there, they were all under Saudi rule. They were all under this and they praised him, whatever. But as soon as we took over, they were like, Fuck, we hated him. Like, Oh my God. And I remember I asked a person from Saudi Arabia, like, but why did you guys in Iraq? Like, why'd you guys go with him? And he's like, dude, like you don't want to go against a person that's going to, that could possibly kill your whole family. Like, and you're vanished so we just go with it like even though they don't agree with all their ideologies they just go with it because it's like like shit like it's either it's either that or nothing so i we i understood what's going on over there but right now it's kind of just yeah it's 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 i just
0: i just like i said i just i walked into a store and they have it on the tv and i I, all i said was that's sad and you know he he he. The owner has not treated me any differently. Yeah. But like I said, I called you that day to 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 ask what the hell did I say wrong because yeah. I don't because I have a lot of stores that are run by you know, was it Middle Easterns? Uh, they're Israelis? All, yeah,
1: they're all no, they're all Syrian. A Syrian? lot of them are Syrian. A lot of them are um, a lot of majority of them are Sy- Syrian, and they all come from uh, one city called on uh, the Fruz or Fruzy. They all come from that that city. Yeah. Um, so I was
0: I just didn't want to make that mistake again. So I was like, yeah oh, let me call let me call Paul see if he can educate me on.
1: Well, I could get into that, so we could like start talking about that. You know, it's oh. it's bad what happened. I didn't want October October seventh. That's bad what happened. You know, but now it's it's taking on a whole. It went it went left field right now. You know, and I got caught in the one ten. Fucking stupid protest! I was pissed off. Oh,
0: you were stuck on that ten, two, yeah. ten, 110 freeway?
1: Yeah, I was pissed. <laughs> I was really pissed, and I was like three cars behind and we're, where where the line started. You know what, what? What pissed me off about this, and uh, you know, I want to talk to Officer Ricky and how he feels about it. Is the CHP saw these people walking out? They had private security. They had cameras. They had all this shit. The protesters? Protesters. They had private security. They had cameras. Like, this shit was planned. And they started walking out and tell me why all the CHPs come up. And they they waited there. Like, they were waiting and let it go on. They saw people actually fucking hitting people, pulling them, whatever. But the CHPs all just sat there and... I think, I don't know what happened. I asked my buddy of Workspace CHP, and he kind of just didn't want to touch it. He's like, ah, I can't touch that, dude. But honestly, I was right there looking, and you see him coming out with cameras, coming out with private security, plant themselves, and then the security's just walking around, and people were getting out of the car and trying to drag them, trying to beat them up, and I, I, I laugh at the media because the media didn't show that side. Right. But... I know. I got videos, but <laughs> I did, dude. I, got hey, my it's okay, to... bro.
0: We're not recording this podcast. We're doing this only audio, bro. Let me yeah. see. Let me see. <laughs> uh, so,
1: and, dude, and honestly, you see the CHP roll up. There was like three or four cruisers roll up. They waited. And then you saw multiple more start coming up. And then they just sat there. And
0: then after the 110, they happened again, right?
1: Yeah. So, but the thing is, what made me laugh is I saw the kids that were doing it. They're, they don't know anything about what's going on. they just see it's something to something to protest about something to, they're doing it in Texas. I'm like, what the fuck you guys know nothing about that war? You know nothing about that history. They just see it's the newest thing to protest about. These kids were probably protesting about Russia and Ukraine a couple of years ago, and now they're they're paying for it because of gas prices and all that you know and all this and now they're protesting this these are the same people that are going to go next and they're going to protest something else and it's like they're just looking for something i'm just like bro where are your parents
0: honestly 2023 has had so many fucking protests
1: because they are allowed to do it dude they're everybody's allowed to do it and it's stupid like to me it's like you're protesting something you don't know nothing about like you really don't and like this war over there, this has been going on for years. like this is centuries of of generations growing up to hate one another. like, I hate that person, I hate that person, yeah, like dude, egypt, you all the Arab nations don't like Egyptians, like if we talk to them, I don't like them, don't like them. <laughs> like honestly, they don't like each other. The same thing with like like people from Poland, ukraine, Mo- Moldova, Pakistan, like Pakistan and Turkey hate each other. Like, you say you're Turkish, oh, I hate you. Dude, even in our own country, you go to Oregon and say you're from California, they hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm not, <laughs> or you can come to uh, L.A. and have an Ashles hat and they say they hate you. <laughs> Bro, I, wore the, I wear this hat no matter where I go. No matter where I go, I wear this hat. And there's only one place I won't wear it at. That's in Wilmington. Because why it represents a rival gang in Wilmington right now is the hotbed of fucking murders and i grew up in wilmington so i i respect those guys wilmas i'll shout out to my boys in wilmas um <laughs> because i know what it means because it represents harbor city yeah well, kind of like
0: in La Colonia, you can't yeah. wear Dallas Cowboy stuff because it represents their little gang.
1: Oh, well, dude, those guys in Colonia are stupid, bro. <laughs> there's East Side Colonia, there's West Side Colonia, and they all hate each other. I go, bro, you guys are supposed to all be representing the same gang, bro. What is that? What is it,
0: fucking? Uh, what is that? Those two elementaries that are right next to each other, fucking a Chavez and, and Ramona, hate each other. They are each across other across street from bro. each other. That <laughs> is
1: stupid. Because I remember, I remember my first time walking walking to school. I live in Lemonwood, and we're going to EO, We're going to Frontier, uh, Frontier Junior High. And that's on Bard. Uh, not, uh, it's off I'm of Bard to, and, uh, um, yeah, and Elm. I'm trying to think. On uh, Elm Street. Okay. Okay, so, yeah. okay. And bro, bro, the no matter what track you're on, bro, it was guaranteed fight night, bro, because we did <laughs> tracks. So I was yeah. on track B, and those fools from like. From the south side hated us. Like they were like, Oh, you guys from Limawood? Fuck you Like they'll go off. <laughs> and I remember one time I was walking with one of my partners, he was from Limawood, his name is Gene yeah, his name is. I just remember.
0: Sorry, where the frontiers at, gotcha. Yeah, uh, remember it's on. It's know, on Bard. It's yeah, right yeah, yeah, on Elman. Yeah. Um,
1: Elman. Right. It's right yeah, yeah, there. I know
0: exactly where it's at. I was just like, I'm thinking and thinking. I got it. I got it. I know exactly where it's at. Damn, you went all the way over there.
1: Well, because we lived on that side before we uh, moved over to Diamond Bar. Yeah. Then on Diamond Bar, I had to go to Ocean View. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. And but anyways, I was walking with Gene, and a guy from the track. I think it was Track B. Didn't like him. And they're and they're all from Southside, and they're like they're all talking jazz. And then I remember walking with, with, behind them because I knew he was going to get jumped. And they I remember they told me they're like we don't have no issues with you, it's with him. I go oh, yeah, but that's my homie. I go so you got a problem with him, you got a problem with me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're like, what well, you from Lemonwood? And I go, uh, I go well <laughs> Yeah, I go no, I'm not from Lemonwood. I go, but that's my friend. I I gotta, I go because we grew up right by each other. So, um. So he was kind of just like, all right, whatever. And like, You're going to catch that fade too. And I remember it was two on five and we held our own. I got knotted up pretty good. My mom was like, Holy shit, what the fuck happened to you? <laughs> and like, my mom was worried about me. She was like, Jesus Christ, what happened to you? And then she sent me to uh, Wilmington after that, I go live with my aunt. That was no better. What, what you got in one street? What, you got in one little fight and your mom got scared? And yeah, like fucking friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like fresh <laughs> friends, bro. <laughs> you're with your uncle and your auntie in Bel Air. Well, when I was in, uh, yeah, so I got in that fight and my mom got worried. And then because. Mm-hmm. She knew what was gonna happen. they were gonna keep coming after me. Yeah. But what's crazy is that same fool, um, Gene. I remember after football practice, we're walking. We're walking back because we played for. Um, I forgot where we played for. I think it was Winnemoo Rhinos. The uh, uh, Pee Wee football. Oh, okay. I was we like, got we Rhinos. Got, yeah, we got we got dropped off at um we got dropped off at Channel Islands, and I remember we we're walking. And I was like, hey, bro, like, okay, because he lived right off Lemonwood. I lived, we just moved to Diamond Bar, so I had to fucking go into the neighborhood and we're coming down the bridge on Shadow Islands going towards like Rice and Pass Road. Yeah, yeah, I know, so we were and, at um, 7-Eleven down there somewhere. Nah, the 7-Eleven's right there. Yeah. But we're right there at the bridge and I, I remember I said bye to him. I was like, hey, bro, later. And I remember that night fucking, I fucking, I remember they called me they're like, hey, bro, you all right? I'm like, and at the time, we still had telephones, bro. Like, everybody house telephones? House, house telephones. No <laughs> one was paging each other, bro. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, dude, I'm cool, bro. What's up? They're like, oh, bro, you didn't hear food? Gene got fucking blasted. Oh, fuck. I was like, and that dude's only like four. Uh,
0: Lemonwood, was, Lemonwood was hot for a while, huh?
1: Yeah, but, but see, Lemonwood had beef with everybody, bro. It had beef with Colonia. had beef with El Rio. Had beef for everybody. It was kind of like the Israel in Palestine, bro. They had beef for everybody, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but a Filipino group, uh, Filipino gang called Santanas didn't like Limitwood either. So And they got him. Like, they recognized him. And I was like, fuck. I was like right by him, bro. I was really right by yeah. him. And he's like, fuck. I remember the next day I went to school. And then that's when my mom pulled me out. She's like, "Yeah, we're pulling you out. Like, I'm sending you to your aunt."
0: And i was like. And your uh, and your aunt, see in Bel Air, bro. Yeah, well, I
1: went to Wilmington. Was not even fucking Bel Air, bro. Carlos Verde is around the corner. And um, <laughs> dude, I remember you're I was, the Mexican
0: Fresh Prince, bro. Yeah,
1: I'm not even Mexican, bro. <laughs> oh, <see? laughs> I'm, fucking, I'm fucking Brazilian, bro. Oh, well, that's right. And they don't that's even right, consider it. That's right. you know what's fucked up. I was, I was. We're sitting there. We're at the bar and we're talking. And they always call me. Well, they always come in the old timers. What's up, Pedro? I'm like, dude, I'm not Mexican. How many times did I tell you? <laughs> you guys all look the same to you me. You all look alike. <laughs> Y'all look alike, and I was laughing. And they're like, they're like, hey, buddy, like, you know, are you Hispanic or what? I go, nah, we're not Hispanic. I go, I'm not Hispanic. He's like, why? He's like, they don't like you guys. I go, nah, it's because we don't speak Spanish. We speak Portuguese, so they don't consider us Hispanics. You're only yeah. Hispanic unless you speak Spanish. He's yeah. like. That's fucking racist. I go, exactly, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I go, exactly, oh, dude. Nah, but it's crazy, dude. Like, those are good days, dude. But, yeah, you got to watch your delivery and what you say now.
0: Yes, bro. sir. I have not spoken of the war ever since that day.
1: I speak of it, dude, because I know a lot of it. But I, t- just people are too sensitive, bro. Like, a lot of people, you can tell them, like, certain things, bro. And they're just like, oh, my God, my coochie's frosty. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, dude, you can't tell them shit, dude. And they all fucking end up like bonds And, like, dude, I take my nephew. My nephew's only, like, seven years old. And I start laughing because I'm like, I go, I bet you that little white kid's probably getting hated on for fucking centuries of bullshit. You didn't get fucked fuck. He wasn't even a part of. And he's like, how do you know that? I go, I go, cause he's white. I go, the poor kid, and he's like, yeah, he gets picked on a lot. They pick on him a lot because they yeah. say this, they say that, and he's like, yeah, the kids don't even know half the shit they're talking about. And he's over there like, what the,
0: the fuck? only thing the boys get picked on at school is for not speaking Spanish,
1: <laughs> dude. Yeah, cause they're they consider their you know the dad's Mexican, mom mom's Mexican.
0: One of one of uh, since the boys are in band, one of the uh, one of the like the whitest kids came up to me and she's like why doesn't julian speak spanish i'm like because i failed him and she's like yes you did
1: and she's mexican bro she looks whiter than me <laughs> you know what's crazy too is my friend like my, my friend comes from like jalisco and all that yeah he's the whitest fool he looks like fucking canelo's little brother bro yeah. and that fool and his family looked down on all the brown skinned mexicans like like i go talk to my friend karim that lives in um Baja California Norte. It's uh, not dispensa? Tijuana. Dispensa? It's not. I always laugh at him. I go, fool, you're fucking for Tijuana. He's like, no. It's Baja California Norte. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> that fool hates on those fools. He, he just makes me laugh. And then I get my friends in the F and the Chilangoans, and those fools are like fuck those <laughs> ways. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, you guys are all these. No, <sighs> I'm like, why? Puro, I'm like, damn, bro. That's are your people though. And it it makes me laugh, dude. I'm like, dude. And then anybody that comes from like the South of the border, I have a friend that comes from Chiapas. He comes up and they look at that food. Like he came from the rainforest. Like get back to your jungle. food. Like, I'm like damn. Oh my God.
0: Well, Paul, about that time thank yeah, you for coming by
1: well i would say ride with you but you haven't ridden your bike so it's not a.
0: no the, you well you're riding with me right now i'm not riding no, with you right that
1: right that bike's sitting there it's, it's, with,
0: it's been a minute yeah. man since you've been on we got to get you on here more often
1: oh i know i pissed off a lot of people you bro, probably man. did Yeah, it, it is, what it, shit, is That's I mean, what it is i
0: mean you 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 are the you are the person
1: that comes and stirs the pot Hell, on my yeah, pocket. I have a
0: little bit of everything, bro. You're the one that stirs the pot,
1: dude. I'm I'm fucking the crowder. I'll sit in there with the science saying so and so is this. Debate me, change my mind. <laughs> yeah, change my mind. Yeah, and I'll sit there and be like, all right, change my mind, change bro. my mind. Talk to me
0: Let's... again, but like I end every podcast, Paul. Thank you for writing with me.
1: All right, thank you, man. Cool.
0: Thank you for listening to Ride With Me, the Flat Tyranty Podcast. You can also listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, and Podbean.